We are part of the Fired Up Sports Network of shows. Please check out other Fired Up Sports Network podcasts like the P-Lot Pod, What Are Cooler Talk, Bell Smashers, Philly Sports Love and Pain, Drunk on Broad, Beer Battered Sports, and the Fired Up Sports Show, which are available on all major podcasting hosting sites and social media. Also, check out Mark Ramos Ramos Roundup on Fired Up Sports, com, which breaks down the happenings going on with all your favorite local teams. Well, we're back, and now we're talking all things Flyers. Mark, as I'm listening to that, I feel like I just realized as we're as I'm listening to that that little clip that we play for the intro. It's been a while. It's been a really, really long time since this team was on top. Um, you and I were not born. Um, it, it's it's been a while. I feel like maybe if I if I if I got some time, I, I got to play around with the intro a little bit. I think I might have to, might have to update that a little bit. Might have to add some of the, uh, the, the boils into, into the, uh, the orange Ooh. and the black. Yeah. Might have to uh, throw some clips together. Yeah. I feel like we're due for, we're due for an update. It's been, it's been a minute, but uh, this Flyers team has been exciting to watch. Um, and, and I got in my feels the other day. I was watching one. I can't remember which one of the games was. I I put a tweet out on the drunk on ice uh, on, on the, the the Twitter page. I was like, I, I'm I'm what? Oh God, what was I saying? I was like, just like o- over the top excited and, and wildly disillusional about stand, about holding the Stanley Cup. Like it just <laughs> like. It it didn't matter to me. It was just the the, the way that this team is playing. I'm like, I, I saw it on social media. I'm like, I'm in. I'm all yeah. in. I'm like, uh, I'm I'm disillusionally obsessed with like the, the way that this team is playing because they're playing really really well. Yeah, it's it's a hall. It's a it's really a hallmark for for Flyers fans. I think that's why in hockey circles they're so like. The Flyers and and Flyers fans are like so like despised. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just like you know a little run here, and a little, more than a little run. I mean, this has been all year for them uh, in the first half through the first half of the season, and it's like right away, you know, the fan base is like, oh, like we're back. Like this is, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like the race is going to be really like nip and tuck for the rest of the way. But man, is it not really entertaining? Adam pointing out the game the other night, five one. They give up five goals in the first period. Look, can, Looks can we like start a route. there? Yeah. Let's start here because this game, like if you I mean, I'm trying to go back to pull up the schedule just to look, because that was a that that so that Detroit game that Adam's referencing, yeah. where they go down five one in the first period, like they had every excuse to just be like this is not our night yeah like that's that's a back-to-back yep coming off a loss traveling from nashville um you're you're down four goals by the end of the first period yeah 
you had every right to just pack that one in. And yeah. they just they just battled and battled, right? They they, they get it to 5-3 at the end of the second. They, they go up 6-5 yeah. with about that. I can't remember that that goal they score. It was late in like, the third. Late in the third. I'm trying to pull it up. So uh, they score it with four and a half minutes left. Yeah. And it's it's only it's like less than a minute after the the Owen typical. Yeah. They just battle. They don't yeah. give a shit. They yeah. they are literally just there. We're there to battle you you because you know the they, and the, the other game with Detroit where they win at home one nothing. Like that game was a battle too in a completely different in a completely different way. Yeah. But you know. You, you saw Carter Hart have a rough start to that Detroit game. Yeah. And then he he just battled back, like, to, to be able to not give up another – like, you gave up the five goals in the first, and then you don't give up another goal until four and a half minutes left yeah. in the game. Yeah. I'm really, really impressive. Yeah, and it, it was, like, not only a back-to-back, but it's, like, the last game before the, Christmas, the NHL Christmas break. And True. it's, like – you know, and you're on the road and, and it's just like, you could just be like, you know, I just want to go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, seriously. And, uh, but they, you know, they, they get through the first period and heart, heart has been, you know, heart was off in that game. There was no real, you know, um, there's really not much else you can say about that, that he was just off in that game. He had been off for two weeks. He was sick, uh, with, you know, you know, of course, in the NHL, they don't really tell tell you about like what it is. Or it's what, an internal body injury. Internal body injury, and uh, so he was sick for for about two weeks there. So the comeback, I mean, like there's going to be a little bit of rust there, uh, like especially mm-hmm. in the position like goaltender. Um, but he battled through it just like the rest of the team did, and you know they get through the first period there, come out in the second, and just, I, I mean, it really started with. Um, uh, which was a really poor NHL, like just classic NHL officiating, right? The there's a big hit. It was on. Yeah, Nick it, wasn't it was a high hit. I guess he didn't like it. He gets up, tells the guy, "Take his stuff off. We're going." They they <laughs> fight. Um, it very much looked like a fight to me, mm-hmm. and uh, they go to the penalty box. Nick Sealer ends up with a, a five ten in a game. Somehow he's out of the game. Flyers lose it. You know, Sealer goes bonkers in the penalty box. He's a madman. That was that was funny, <laughs> man. I I, I I I can understand the frustration. Yeah. But but on some level that it was it was very entertaining to watch. Yeah, he he goes he's hot. Yeah, he goes he goes off the rails and uh they say like, you know, uh, I hear often that Nick Sealer is like one of the more uh, well-liked guys in the dressing room and things mm-hmm. like that. So to see him get upset like that, I think the guys kind of rallied around that. And, um, you know, and, and they just – here they come. You know, uh, Detroit was a team this year too. Like they've had trouble holding on to leads. And and the blow a four-goal lead, I mean, that's just – you know, that's – that can't happen ever. But like a testament to the Flyers, like for for just kind of sticking with it through, and that's kind of been their motif all year long is just sticking with it. And um, yeah, they they battle back. It's the hardest. I, I think I actually put on Twitter at the time. It was the hardest 
the hardest fought one point <laughs> to Seriously. get. I mean, they, they really, really battled for that. So, but you can see that that is the, that, that is the essence of what this team is right now. They're, yeah. they're just going to, they're going to come in and we've said this before on other shows, like they're just going to come in and battle you. You're going to, whatever you're getting out of this, this, this win or this yeah. lot, you're, you're going to earn every point and you're going to earn every, every bit. And they had every opportunity. They had every reason to pack it in and be like, you know what? It's not our night. We got a couple of days off. Yeah. We're gonna pack it in. We're gonna we'll, we'll we'll go get them next time. And they kind of went in. I don't know what Torts said to them in the locker room in between the first <laughs> and second period, but you know it seems like he went in there and, and you know the the production that you're getting up and down the lineup. I feel like you're you're getting you know the the guy that's been you know impressive for me in the month of December is Tippett, right? You, yeah. you're you're seeing why he was a coveted piece in that Giroud trade um, with the production that he's getting. And now that he's getting more of an opportunity to play more than he was with that team in Florida, because that team in Florida had more guys they than, than they had. They, they had more guys than they had spots and, and he really wasn't getting the same opportunity. Um, yeah. But like in the month of December, right there, one, two, three, there's seven and three in the month of December. Yeah. Really, yeah. really impressive. You know, before before the 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 back to back losses with Nashville and Detroit, they were seven and one. Mm. You know, just yeah. playing playing really well. They're and and I, I can't remember where I saw it, but their their record right now is almost an inversion of where it was last year. Like mm. I I want to say they were like eleven and eighteen at eleven eighteen and something going into this point last year. Yeah, and they're eighteen and eleven and something going into the this point, this break in the season right now. Yeah. And I don't think people realize like when you look at that, um, just watching him back playing with this team again, uh, like I don't think people realize just how great of a player Shaka Terry is and what he kind of means to this group. Right. uh, As like the, you know, all situations, number one center. He's at the fact that number one center, maybe on a deeper team, he'd be like a one B kind of thing. Right. But I mean, like his impact on both sides of the ring, he picks up a goal, I believe in that, in that game, uh, the Detroit game. And mm-hmm. just like to come back from two back surgeries and to, to deal with the workload uh, that he is accustomed to working with, Right. I mean, it's just like there's. I can't say enough good things about 14 in Orange and Black. He's been so good. Um, he's had such a great career to this point. Um, you know, he's he's in his 30s, early 30s now. And uh, but I mean, provided he stays healthy, there's no reason his game shouldn't age really gracefully into his mid to late 30s and still remain a productive player. Um, he was. You, you, uh, you, could, you could see him being that like that grizzled veteran guy with the, 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 the gray streaks in his beard, you know, <laughs> door, door, you know, in, you know, three to five years during a cup run. Yeah. Um, and he's just been the model of consistency for this. Yeah. Team. And just, yeah. you know, kind of navigated through some of those funky spots, you know, what was, you know, productive with the team that was in the playoffs during that, during that COVID run where the, you know, they have the, the, they, they they get the de facto number one seed mm-hmm. and you know 
they have their struggles in that playoff run, but he he's kind of been through it all. And I feel like you're, you're right on point where saying like, he's a guy that I would want to keep around that I would yeah. want to be around for this, the back end of this run. When you start to see these young guys come through this system and yeah, you know, the, the wildly, you know, impressive, you know, highlights that you catch on social media with Cutter Gauthier and with Mitch Koff and, and, and to see that, that the future is very, very promising, but like, yeah. it, it's, it's hard not to ignore. And, you know, that this is uh, something I saw on, you know, the Liberty yell. Yes. The, the show, yeah. So, yep. so they put out, so, so the, it says the Flyers current playoff odds, 67%. Yeah, the yeah the the chances of going to the second round are at thirty yeah. percent, which is wild. Um, <laughs> but here's here's the part that got me really excited, because there's nothing like playoff games in this city. Yeah, especially especially with the Flyers, like that. The, there's the Eagles playoff games are one thing. Sixers and you know Red October, but seeing that place indoors with the yellow with the with the the orange flags flying and like 85% of teams that are in a playoff spot on December 24th yeah have clinched a playoff spot yeah yeah it's you know it's yeah, hard I mean, not to get excited yeah it is and uh they're not like either i mean like i i believe they're second or third in the metro right now um which would uh, put them in a, I, I think, a playoff matchup with like the Islanders or something like that. But that too, like the NHL format is kind of like funky that way, where two plays three in, in round one, and like one plays like the second wild card team, like the number one seed plays the second wild card team. I think if if like if we're you know, it's funny because I can't believe we're even talking about the playoffs. <laughs> like, right? like, th- th- this but, time last year, I mean, rem- think about some of the conversations this time last year. Like yeah. it was, it was laboring just to like, yeah, it was like, do you want to talk about it? Kind of yeah. thing. like, do, do we have to talk about it? Yeah. And it's not like you, you're, you know, when you look at the top of the metropolitan division, right. You got the Rangers and the Rangers are, yeah wildly impressive right they're yeah. they're 23 and 8 23 8 and 1 right yeah. they only have one overtime loss that they just you know they're sitting atop with 47 points um you know and you've but you've you've got the islanders at 41 and the flyers at 40 like yeah you're looking at you know you, you're right in the mix with with the toronto boston florida the islanders and flyers are all kind of they're all within four points of each other. Yeah. And that's really like what's interesting about like a playoff race here for the rest of the way is mm-hmm. like it's going to be really close because there's teams in the Metro that are, I think, better than they've played. Right. Like New Jersey's off to a rough start. Yeah. Um, you know, they were they were fantastic last year. They're flush with just like great young talent. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I know that they've like they're looking for a goalie. They've been looking for a goalie, but um, they lost Those Duncan Hamilton. Something else, man. The Hughes brothers. The Hughes brothers are great players. Um, Seeing them on the same shift in, yeah. in those overtime games, like you, you can only imagine that they've they've played that scenario out in a in a <laughs> a backyard 
backyard pond, you know, make, make your own ice rink experience. Yeah. And, and, and then like, you know, they're on the same team and then, you know, their older brother, Quinn is the captain of the Vancouver Canucks who are rolling right now. And he's a star. So like, I mean, just it's envious how much talent can exist in one family, like one kin. (laughs) So someone harvest that gene pool, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, geez, like, but you know, uh, the devils are off to a tough start. Carolina's kind of been up and down this year and they haven't been very consistent. Uh, I think a lot of teams were expecting them or a lot of people, including myself, were expecting them to be a lot better than they are uh, yeah. to this point. And that may still change. It's, it's kind of, you know, uh, you know Tampa is a team that's always going to be in the mix too. Yeah. Uh, the caps are a lot better than I thought. At least they're off to a better start than I thought uh, they would be this year. Um, you know, so it's going to be tight. It's going to be really tight the rest of the way, but the regular season games are going to have meaning and, and it's, it's exciting because it's going to, it's going to matter for the, the, the standings. And, and I, I'm always a believer in like, if you're in that position, make the playoffs, like rebuild or no rebuild, make the playoffs. It's uh, that experience for those young players on the roster already. It's invaluable. Let the, get in and see how far you, you can push it and, um, and and go from there and continue to build through the draft and and it'll come together naturally, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like the fact that like they're even in that, that conversation, it, it wasn't something I was expecting this year. I wasn't trying to be glass half empty and, and negative about it, but it was just like, I just wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't sure what they were going to get from guys that, that, like that's where that's where that zero expectation thing came in and it yeah. was just, it, it's you know you I, i'm right on board with it that there's no way that you could convince me that you have the opportunity to be competitive and not take advantage of that because the if you want this team to be where you want it to be three to five years from now yeah getting those young guys playoff experience so by the time they by the by the time they are in the conversation to be at the top of the East, you have guys that have had playoff experience, even if it's one round right now. Yeah. One round this year, one round next year, like to any more, any more is a bonus, but I don't want when those games are on the line two, three years from now, I don't want guys playing in their first playoff game. I want guys to be in that, in that conversation. So the fact that they're in this conversation right now, I'm good. I'm good. And and we'll kind of let the chips fall where they may. I I know, you know, they're going to have a stretch coming up in a little bit. That's going to be a a challenge for them, but that that's the, you're, you're in the thralls of this season during an NHL season. You're going to see those waves and and they've started out playing really well. They capitalize on this. I'm good. I, I don't have, I don't have anything to complain about. Um, especially on the back end, talk about the goalie play that you're getting, especially from, you know, you're getting good, really good goalie play from Carter Hart, but talk about some of these other guys. Cause some of these other guys like Sam Harrison is, is really, really playing well. Yeah. I mean, Erson was really, really great during that time where, uh, Hart was out sick. It was, you know, he's a goalie too, like that. I know the organization for a long time, like 
prior to, you know, after drafting him, we're very, very high on him. And it's like that on the depth chart, like for the Flyers in terms of goaltending, I mean, they have a lot of options too. Like it's like Mm -hmm. their depth is really good, even for guys that aren't yet turning pro, but are playing on major junior levels, or maybe they're playing pro overseas or something like that. They're, there's a lot of like really, really good goaltenders in their system. And it's actually a strength of the organization right now. Uh, Urson was incredible in some of those games where just very, very technically sound, mm-hmm. you know, not giving up lots of rebounds, could make an athletic save when you needed him to. I mean, he was, he's, he has starter potential. Like he's a backup right now because they have heart. Absolutely. But there's like, there is definitely like a guy, I think there's a, you know, you know, 55 to 60 starter goaltender there, like um, for you. And um, to have that in in your system when you're also like you have heart, that's going to be a really interesting thing to monitor the rest of the way because I think hearts do a contract this year, this summer. So what happens there, you know, because Urson's a guy that maybe you want to see a little bit more of him. But hearts hard, hard is one of the best young goalies in the league currently. So unless you, unless there's anything like, I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with that, but it's just like, it's going to be something interesting to watch the rest of the way. Not that I think Hart's position as the starter of the team is in any real danger right now, but it's just like, I I just, Urson has been so promising and now he's starting to kind of come through now where like he got real, like uh, he played really, really well. Uh, over the last week or week and a half that Hart was out. And, um, you know, he's he's done such a great job for them, like where it's like he's kind of one of those guys where when he's in there, you don't really think much about him back there. You, you know, he's just – he's kind of like a set it and forget it kind of kind of goaltender. And uh, props yeah, to him. Right. You know, he kept, he kept his – you know, that could have been a – that could have been a sore spot for him if, you know, he got off to a slow start too this year. And that's a tough oh, position yeah. to be in for a young goalie uh, yeah. when you're you're not used to being a backup. Yeah, so he signed the three year contract. You're right on in in August of 21. Mm. So that that th- this is the third year of that three year deal. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going to want to get. The, I'm sure that they they see the insanely beneficial aspects of having a young goalie under control. Yeah. Um. So and, and his salary has not been wildly expensive, right? His, no. his cap hit has been just under four million dollars a, a year mm-hmm. for the last, you know, for the 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 last three years. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm sure that there as many pieces as they have in the pipeline. Knowing that the, this this is the guy that I think that they know can be the guy on the back end for a really long time. Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm curious to see how they use those those pieces in the system to maybe be able to create some flexibility and bring some other assets in. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be a big part of it. And that's why you that you know that's why you draft and develop to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and plus two, like an interesting wrinkle to that is that the cap's going up 
this summer as well. Also true. So right. it's if the league is in a position uh, where uh, the cap ceiling is going up, um, maybe you feel a little bit more comfortable with a higher number, knowing that the cap's going up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you're going to go, you know, sign them to an extension. Um, but that's not something they have to worry about right now, but uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Like when it comes to that point, because um, it's actually a strength of the organization. Right. And um, I think about too, I think like a team like uh, the, like the LA Kings were in a situation like that. I think um, when they had, uh, they had Jonathan Bernier and Jonathan quick. Right. And, right, right, right. Uh, they ended up going with quick who they, you know, is special. And, uh, and, um, you know, he was like the backstop to two Stanley Cups. They were going to stick with that guy. And, you know, Bernier went on to have a good career. And, you know, there were some other guys that kind of got sprinkled through the system. But, uh, like, Quick was their guy. And at some point, the Flyers will have to decide who their guy is. Uh, but that's why you always draft them. You know, goalies are very hard to, to evaluate. Um Sometimes guys come out of nowhere, have fantastic years, and then they disappear. Like it's, it happens all the time. So uh, we'll have to wait and see there. But uh, all this stuff's like really fun to like discuss. Just, you know, it, none of it seemed like it mattered a year ago. And the fact that the team's playing so well, you know, it's it's fun to talk about them in that way again. Oh, most definitely. But like you, you look at right the look, look no further. And I just had to go back to search because I remember you know, following it. The 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 twenty three draft just re, just most recently. Yeah. Right. They in rounds two, three, they take goalies. Yeah. And those are and those are high leverage picks. Those are those are guys yeah. that you, you would hope that that they contribute at some point. Yeah. You know, in the near future. And the fact that they took back-to-back goalies at you know at fifty-one and at eighty-seven mm-hmm. tells you kind of where the the value is in knowing that like they're not going to be able to hold on to these guys for forever. Yeah. That, but also to know that what what kind of asset they can be if they encounter a team that you know has a piece that they want that they want to move on from. They have the opportunity to be able to have those pieces where it's a it's an extremely valuable position. It's it's essentially it's as close to a quarterback in football, yeah, as you're going to get in hockey. Yeah, and they they kind of fall. They get kind of the same criticisms too. Uh, that that yeah, like right. comparison's very very like apropos when it comes to goaltenders and quarterbacks. It's like you know it's people always look at you when you throw an interception, you know. It doesn't matter if that that ball gets altered out of the pot. You know what I mean? It's just like people are like, "What do you do?" Like they look at yeah. you right away. Yeah, and look at. I mean, look look no further than what's going on right in this city right now. The 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 quarterback play has not been great. Yep, he's he's bearing a brunt of the uh, of the conversation. Yeah, the conversations about questioning his leadership and about questioning his technique and like goalies are in that same spot, right? They they, they could have a great game, but they give up. You know, and and th- this Red Wings game that we kind of you know started off talking about, right? You you have, you know, you you give up a bunch of goals early. You put your team in a spot where they got to battle back. You hope in a game where they get to score six goals that that's that's one that you're kind of putting away. Yeah, yeah, and you give up 
you give up a goal late in the game on a really funky angle. Yeah. You know, it, you're, 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 you're always going to be in the midst of this conversation, but the back but, end of this defense has been playing really well. They talk yeah, about I, the, um, the sealer Walker combo. Yeah. I saw, you know, the flyers nation put out a stat with the, the percentage of how it's the, it's, it's the goal percentage. I'm going to, I'm going to misquote this like 17 different times. Um, <laughs> But out of all the defensive, they, they they pulled one defensive combination from every team from the from from every team. Yeah, and the and the Sealer Walker combo was number three. Yeah, behind a behind a combo from from Tampa and and Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, they've been really great uh, for for them. Uh, Sealer, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about him. There's a leadership element there, like with mm-hmm. with Nick and. Uh, as I said, like, it sounds like a lot of the guys love playing with him and he seems like a really good, you know, we were talking about guys like, uh, earlier on the, on the Sixers show, we were talking about guys mm-hmm. like Pat Bev and Marcus Morris and players like that. Nick Sealer kind of falls in that, that, that mm-hmm. kind of role where, um, you fall in love with him. He's tough as nails. There's just like, he's got like, he's just, he's just a flyer, you know, he's yeah. just a guy yep. that you would associate with the flyers. And I mean, Sean Walker's been a revelation since he got here. Uh, and um, he's been excellent, you know, to his two-way play, his ability to jump up in plays and make things happen with the puck uh, and, and get it up to the forwards and let them do their thing. And and he's uh, he's been a really good addition, really under-the-radar uh, addition. But in addition, uh, like, in addition to that, uh, I was talking about Couturier earlier – you know, and not expecting what we had seen. I mean, like, I look at a player like Travis Sanheim, you know, he was going to get a lot yeah. of this responsibility that was left over when they moved Ivan Provorov along. And it, it just, I, it was hard to see if he was really going to put up the, you know, was he going to be able to do it? Was he going to be able to step into that role, that top pair role? He's passed everything with flying colors. He's been he's been fantastic for them this year. He's been a great partner to Cam York, who has top pair potential as yeah, well. Yeah, truly. So um, they've been a great, great uh, uh, tandem for the Flyers too. And um, there's a lot of talent up there, you know. But Sandheim, it, to watch him play confidently, skating the puck up the ice and uh, creating things in the offensive zone, which he's so good at. Right. Yeah. Um, He's been really, really good, and and uh, uh, at both ends of the rink. So I mean, the the, the group has been uh, the defense that you have to look at Bradshaw, who's the the he deals with the defenseman on John Tortorella's coaching staff. He's done okay. a great job with these guys. Great job. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can't argue with the production that they're getting on ice. It's just yeah. it's it, it they're it seems like they're getting every ounce of production out of the guys that they have and. You can tell. You can tell based on the effort and the energy that they bring, night in, night out. It's just, it's a super fun team to watch. Anything, anything, uh, anything we missed that you wanna you wanna touch on before we we jump no, out? I think uh, I think we t- I think we touched on everything. Uh, they got a tough week coming up out of the, out of the break. They get Vancouver right out of the shoot. Uh, they're they're off to a really good start, and uh, you know, well, uh, I think they're on a whole West Coast swing. That's yeah, they Canada. they got the this, this is the uh the Disney on Ice uh, yeah. takeover. You you got uh so they're out. So Thursday they play at Vancouver, 
at Seattle, at Calgary, and then they're not home. Then they're at Edmonton. At so they're Edmonton. on that. They're on that West Coast. Can they're on that Western Canada, yeah. up, upper the upper Northwestern. But they don't play again home until January fourth. But then they play four get four straight games at home. They're going to play Columbus, Calgary, Pittsburgh, and Montreal at home. Yeah. So they're going to play four on the road. They'll play four at home. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm I'm excited about excited about where this team can be. Yeah. Listen, on the on the, at the end of the Sixers show, we 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 had a go to movie and a go to <laughs> song, right? So give me give me a memorable gift as a kid what, what, oh. what what's a gift what's a memorable gift as a kid i'm gonna i'm just gonna maybe i'll give you some hints when i was i want to say in my like maybe i was about 10 so i have an older brother two years older younger brother two years younger the year that we got nintendo yeah the nintendo the nes with and we got the one that had the the track mat and the the, the duck hunt and that's just one that I just remember. And, and the same year we got starter jackets. Oh, so it was man. like, you know, we, and, and it's, it is wild to think, to look back at like the get, like when I look back at like the ones I remember going to like the Plymouth meeting mall to like go into the champ sports and they had the wall of the starter jackets. Oh yeah. And we, yeah. and we picked out like the most random ones. Like I had a Texas A&M one. <laughs> not sure why my little brother had a Colorado Rockies one. My brother had a Charlotte Hornets one. Like it was, <laughs> it was weird. Like the, the teams that we had picked out, but like, it was at that point, like that, that, that Christmas was like, yeah, it was like, though it didn't matter. And anything else that we got didn't matter, but like opening up and the, the elite dad move, by my pops was having it all set up in the basement. So <laughs> yeah. Like we opened up the gifts up top and we opened up the box and we're all like, Oh my God, we're trying to tear in to get it out. Yeah. And it was already set up in the basement. I was like, <laughs> That's all right. Cool. I look back and I'm like, that was, that was a cool one. You got, you got one that you remember like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple. I remember one year, uh, I would, my sister and I were very young and I remember, um, there being us coming downstairs and there was like this table and chair set for like little kids. And it was like, we had it forever. And uh, we used to like, we used to sit there and like, we played on it all the time. And uh, I remember that that was that same Christmas we had, uh, we had a huge, it was set. It was one of those things set up already, but we had a huge uh, Flintstones tent. <laughs> like nice. it was like, And it was already like my parents had already set it up. I remember that one pretty well. I love that. And um, then when I was a little bit older, I remember um, getting a, you know, I didn't play organized hockey, but I was, I was definitely playing street hockey a lot. And uh, we had, uh, and I just loved like playing goalie, loved it. Like just with the the gear on and stuff. I loved it. And um, we got a, uh, I got a um, Franklin, like old Franklin sports. Uh, it was like for kids. Yes. I got a goalie helmet and it was, it was all like black and red. It had flames on it. it ah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. And like, the, so like we lived in a cul-de-sac. So yeah. Like that was like the, the, the Milek pads that had like the, the, out, yeah. the plastic cover that would inevitably always crack at the, the same yeah. parts, but like the, the, the foam, the, <laughs> the foam back that like inevitably wore away and like, was like, yep. 
but like that that's awesome i love that because that's like god it's just got me all in the feels man it's just <laughs> it's it's such it's that that kind of stuff is just that's the stuff you remember you remember going back with all the all the experiential stuff man it's just yeah and adam adam checking in he they got double dare jackets you remember double dare yeah the, i the do show on nickelodeon man <laughs> yep. that's how oh, double dare that's was pretty great. sweet yeah that's yeah. sweet but yeah Adam, Merry Christmas to you and your family, everybody out there. Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday. Whatever Merry you're Christmas. celebrating, you know, enjoy. And uh, Mark, I guess the appropriate phrase at this point is see you next year. Yeah, right. See you next year. We'll, uh, I guess we'll, we'll check we'll check in early January on, on these squads. And uh, but, uh, you know, enjoy the time with your family and friends. And uh, we'll uh, we'll check in a little bit later. Same to you Go guys. Flyers. Bonsi Brewing Company is a 20-barrel, 16,000-square-foot microbrewery with a 2,500-square-foot tasting room, including a spacious outside beer gardens in Norristown, PA, in the heart of Montgomery County. The Von C. family is part of the family that started C. Schmidt and Son Brewing in 1860. Stop in Wednesday through Sunday and taste a variety of draft and 16 ounce cans of originally brewed beer and tell them the Drunk on Broad crew sent you. Vonsi Brewing is located at 1210 Stenbridge Street, Suite 300 in Norristown. Cheers! Team Clicks are the only glasses for real sports fans. With interchangeable arms you can support all of your favorite teams or even make and create custom options as well. These die-hard sports fans have realized that sports fans needed something other than face paint to show their love and passion for their teams. Go to teamclicks.com dob and show your love for your hometown team. La Torrens curated collection of men's and women's watches is a perfect investment that lasts for years to come and fits perfectly with your every outfit and style. Our range of classic watches aren't just a great perfect formal and casual accessory, but a time machine that takes you back to memories. Explore our collection of timeless watches that can reflect your taste, personality, and personal style. Our exclusive collection of carefully curated affordable luxury watches is what you need to make a personalized style statement. You can take pride in your prized possession, handing it over to the next generations as your most loved asset that they can also own and display with the same pride. These high-quality pieces stand the test of time, giving exceptional value and return on your investment. Go to law-tourain.com and use code DOB at checkout and get 10% off. If you're looking for unique sports apparel, check out Streaker Sports. They've dug deep into the archives and have brought back some incredible defunct team logos and have even created entire defunct league collections. They also have collections paying homage to sports culture including the Miracle on Ice, Slapshot, Kadishak, the Mighty Ducks, and even have a license with Wiffle Ball and USA Hockey. 
Only for drunk on broad listeners, use code broad at checkout to get 10% off anything at streakersports.com. Again that's 10% off anything at streakersports.com with discount code broad.